the Mickey Dolans Show on KTLV 1220 AM. I'm your host, Mickey Dolans, coming to you from our studio in South Oklahoma City, where we broadcast a weekly radio program that's balanced on politics, sports, and entrepreneurship. I'm on air every Wednesday from 5.30 to 6 p.m. on KTLV. Have you missed an episode? An archive of recordings can be found on the Facebook page, Representative Mickey Dolans. Today on the show, we have local home builder and developer Todd Stone, who is running for the Ward 4 City Council seat held by retiring City Councilman Pete White. Todd is a third-generation South Oklahoma City resident and Oklahoma Air National Guard veteran. Todd, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thanks for having me, Mickey. I appreciate it. Well, we have a lot to talk about uh, concerning your campaign for City Council, but first I'd like to bring up something that many people may not know about you, and that is you're an accomplished speedboat racer. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, that is, that is my probably favorite pastime. Uh, my father raced boats when I was growing up and it's just something that, that got into my blood, uh, as a young man. And, uh, so I've raced boats on and off through the years, uh, my whole life. When did you, when did you begin? Uh, I personally began racing, uh, I would say I was probably about 19, 20 years old. Wow. Uh, just a small, inexpensive rig. Uh, but, you know, the thrill for me, the thrill of going fast over the water and the, the competition, uh, the camaraderie between uh, the competitors is uh, something that, you know, really made a lot of great memories for me and, and my entire family. I can relate. My dad, he's a boat racer, too. And one of the first things anyone asks him when they find out that he's a speedboat racer is how fast have you been? The fastest I believe I've been is just a little over 100. Wow. Is it a tunnel boat? Uh, the one that I race currently is a tunnel boat. Uh, the one that I went the fastest in was actually a very small hydroplane hmm. with a 75-horse uh, motor, slightly modified, that went slightly over 100 mile an hour. So it was a uh, running 100 mile an hour in a 13-foot boat was pretty exciting. You mentioned competition. Is that uh, drag boat racing, or do you actually make turns? What does that look like? I've always done roundy round racing okay. uh, around the ovals. Uh, I've done endurance racing, uh, the Parker Enduro. That's a 336-mile boat race where you're just running as fast as you can for 336 miles. Wow. Yeah, my dad, he races uh, drag boats, and he was in the 11-second class for the quarter mile and I remember as a kid going to these boat races in the middle of summer and having to stand around all day for him to get his 11 seconds on the water. I can uh, I can imagine your family has been there too. Oh, we absolutely have been, but uh, we're we're water people, lake people. Uh, for us, if we're somewhere near the water, uh, we just find it very relaxing. Uh, we had a lot of great memories, you know, at the lake growing up and. And I liked taking my kids to the lake, and whether we're fishing or swimming or camping or hiking, uh, just being at the lake has always been something special for us. I agree. It's, it is very relaxing. And, you know, I used to race bobsleds, and there's a there's this feeling you get when competing at a high level, either racing or uh, any type of sport, where you feel that you're very much so in the moment. I remember my dad, I asked him, I never got into, into boat racing, but I asked him, what is it you find uh, relaxing about going 100 miles per hour on the water and he said well at that particular moment there's nothing else you're thinking about nothing in the future nothing in the past you're just very centered on the moment and everything else doesn't exist do you find that to, to be one of the reasons why you enjoy it too oh absolutely it's uh i mean you're out there you're you're basically almost flying but you don't want to fly um 
and you're using every sense in your body, you know, to try and achieve that top speed, uh, and at the same time keep yourself, you know, safe. So it's uh, it's a total focus, and you know, like you said, you're in the moment, and uh, that's just that's part of the thrill of it for sure. Have you ever had any close calls or actual crashes? Oh, I've I've flipped a couple of times, wow. and uh, and uh, it's not fun, but. Uh, Usually, if someone races, you know, they'll wreck occasionally. I mean, otherwise, how do you know how close to the edge you really are? So, uh, but, you know, I tried to be a safe driver, and uh, I would like to think that I was a uh, gentlemanly driver as well. That's exciting. You're listening to KTLV, 1220 AM, the Mickey Dolan Show. In the studio with us today is Todd Stone, who is running for Ward 4 City Council. So, Todd, what made you want to run? You know, I had uh, Pete White has been our Ward 4 city councilman for, my goodness, about 20 years. And I had heard that he was potentially thinking about retiring. And and uh, I had talked to Pete off and on. Um, and I'm very interested in, in local government. In my opinion, that's, that's the uh, form of government that probably impacts us the most from day to day. And... Uh, I really wanted to make sure that we had a good candidate running for city council. And uh, you hear these other names that, you know, get kind of thrown around. And uh, finally, it it dawned on me one day that, you know, if I think that uh, there ought to be a good candidate like myself in there running, then, gee whiz, maybe it should be me that uh, throws my hat in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very passionate about South Oklahoma City. Like you said, I'm a fourth-generation uh, Southside Oklahoma Cityan. My kids live here and my grandkids live here. Uh, and it's very important to me that this city continue to prosper and offer, you know, not just my kids and grandkids opportunities, but all the residents of Oklahoma City should have the same kind of opportunities that I had growing up. Pete White is such a fixture here on the South Side. He was actually named the South Oklahoma City Chamber's Citizen of the Year in 2016. And he's always helped me out a lot uh, when, in my race when I was running last, last year. Uh, how do you feel that uh, city councilmen and state legislators can bridge this gap and start working together? Well, and I think that's an important uh, bridge to gap, or gap to bridge. Thank you. Um, but, you know, for me personally, I have a lot of, um, I would say, excellent relationships with Republicans and Democratic legislatures, legislators in this area. Um, and I don't know them all personally. I'm not saying that I'm best friends with them. But I do know them on a professional level. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we visited before. I've got an open door, I know, with all of them. And uh, I've received the support of many of them on both sides of the aisle. So for me, I, I look at that as an advantage that I hold in that, you know, I can go, uh, I can talk to different representatives, no matter which side of the aisle on, and, and uh, usually they're happy to see me and more than happy to spend a couple of minutes visiting with me. Sounds like you're really going to focus on communication and making sure that the availability is there. Absolutely. So you're the president and CEO of Dubstone Construction. You do have a strong business background. How does your business experience branch into being an effective leader within city government? Well, yeah, currently I uh, I 
manage and, and run the home building business that's been in business here in South Oklahoma City for over 50 years. Uh, so with that, uh, of course, I've had lots of opportunities to interact in the city, whether it's uh, building code enforcement, planning, uh, pulling permits, those types of things. And my interaction has been as a consumer, as a resident of Oklahoma City, which is what we all are. Uh, unless we work for the city, you know, we are our consumers of the city's goods, city's services. So uh, from that standpoint, I have a pretty good understanding of what they're doing with planning and zoning and different things like that. Um, in addition, I would say that I have uh, managed, I worked in the telecommunications field for a while, uh, managed up to a team of up to uh, 70 uh, engineers at the same time. Uh, very diversified group. Uh, they were split uh, geographically across a pretty wide distance. Um, so I learned I, I learned how to manage and rely on people that you know that I didn't see every day. Um, and I was able to build you know those relationships which I believe to be inherently important if you're trying to get anything accomplished. You know, you've got to have the relationships where uh, you can trust somebody and they know that they can trust you. And you develop that trust with them. And then once you have that trust, you know, you can uh, communicate uh, candidly and uh, really try to be able to understand, you know, each other's differences of opinion and, and work through those issues so that you both can accomplish what you need. Has a lot of your building and developing, ta developing has it taken place in South Oklahoma City over the years? Over the years, we've built a, you know, a ton of homes in South Oklahoma City. Um, and currently, we build out in the Tuttle area, uh, Moore area. You know, we've built out around Nuwala Road in eastern Oklahoma City. Um, and, uh, you know, we have, we've scaled back. We've, we're only probably building 10 or 12 houses a year because my interest doesn't really lie in becoming the biggest home builder. Um, right now, my interest lies more in what I can do to give back to the community that, you know, really has given me so much. Todd Stone in the studio today on KTLV 1220 AM. You're listening to the Mickey Dolan Show. So, Todd, Ward 4 is in South Oklahoma City, my district, House District 93 is in South OKC. Uh, you'll talk to a lot of people listening to the show right now who are also residents of South Oklahoma City, and they'll tell you, well, the city has focused on development north of the river. Everyone's forgetting about us. How will you fight and advocate for, for building and development and revitalization south of the river? You know, I, I feel as a uh, builder slash developer that, that that does give me some unique insight as far as understanding the role that investment plays. Um, you know, investment not only brings a new building or, or things like that, but it also brings increased economic activity in terms of uh, just opportunities for residents in terms of jobs and different things like that. Um, and I would agree when residents say that, they feel like maybe we've been overlooked a little bit. Uh, especially in Ward 4, then I would tend to agree with them. You and I attended a town hall event uh, about a week ago with Captain Paco Balderrama, and we talked about gangs and violence in South Oklahoma City and how we can start bridging the gap between the police officers and, and uh, citizens within the community to create a more safer place that everyone feels comfortable in. What are your ideas on reducing gang violence in South Oklahoma City? 
I'm glad you brought that up. I, uh, I've had the opportunity in the past month, or took the opportunity, to perform ride-alongs with both police and, and local fire departments. Uh, and I made sure that I was focused in the Ward 4 area of our town. Someone had made the statement to me that, you know, hey, if you want to see the real issues facing Ward 4, come ride with the police. I mean, they're out there riding around uh, doing nothing but facing issues all day. So I took that opportunity, and uh, I tell you, it's a real eye-opener for me. The uh, If you looked and saw exactly how thin our police force is stretched, um, I think if people knew how thin it was stretched, it would, it would certainly be an eye-opener for them as well. And when we start take, talking about uh, different areas that we want them to focus in, you've got to realize that, that that is kind of a moving target because they are, right now, they are pretty much constantly tasked. Mm -hmm. So to say, hey, we also want you to make sure you're cruising this neighborhood over here, uh, they can agree to do that during the time they're not actually on a call. The problem is they are almost always on a call. There's calls in queue. Um, their computer system, you know, will automatically sit there and prioritize their calls. So if something of a high priority call comes in, then they know, you know, hey, we need to respond right there, right now. Uh, but there are many low priority calls that come in just almost continuously, continually, continually as well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, things where something happened over here, there's no real damage, but we want to file a police report anyway in case something happens again there in the future. We have a record of it. Uh, or something for insurance needs, things like that. So the police staffing, I believe, is an issue that the city has really got to take a deep look at and, and uh, get addressed. Would you say public safety is one of your top priorities? I would say so. Um, you know, public safety is, for me, that's huge. We all, we all invest in our city. We invest in our communities. We're invested with our families. And... Uh, you know, a, a safe neighborhood is a good neighborhood. Right. Uh, it's it's hard to, you know, let your kids go out and socialize and play if, you know, you're fearful of their safety when they step out the front doors. So that is absolutely one of my top priorities. I know another one of your top priorities is infrastructure. We need to have roads to travel on. We need to have roads to commute on. What are your ideas there? Well, our roads... Frankly, uh, in the past, our roads weren't kept up to the level that they should have been. And Oklahoma City is in a place where we're just we're behind the curve on the maintenance of roads. Uh, I plan to bring multiple items forward in the next GO bond uh, that'll be coming up this year of specific targeted areas in Ward 4 that I think the roads have got to be addressed. Uh, it's hard to get somebody to invest um, in a new store, whether it's a grocery store, uh, some of our communities need grocery stores badly, uh, whether it's a grocery store or a gas station or whatever the case may be, even if it's a park, it's hard to p get people to travel there if they feel like, you know, their car is going to fall apart halfway there because the road they're going down is in terrible, terrible shape. Right. We're talking about development, and one of the things that a lot of people are excited about is the Wheeler Park District and the sprawling out from, from where the old airport used to be. People are wanting to see more um, 
houses that are uh, affordable. On the lines of development, I'd like to hear your thoughts on Wheeler Park and that uh, new revitalization taking place in that, on that side of town. I'm very excited about it. Um, you know, as I've driven down Western, and I see that that desolate piece of land sitting there that feels like it's just been there forever, um, I've always looked at that and thought, man, what a what a great piece of land. I mean, eventually somebody has to has to do something with this piece of land. It's it has a you know it's right there by the river on the south side of the river. I might add, uh, it's got a beautiful view of downtown. You know, it's just I think that is going to be awesome. Um, and it's in my opinion, it, it's really the first thing that we've seen start to shift kind of south side of the river. Yeah. And uh, I just, I think that's very exciting. It's going to be the, I hope, the first of many uh, new opportunities that, you know, come south our way. In the city, you're seeing, or we're seeing a division of the have and the have-nots. It's becoming very affluent in different parts of the city. And one of the things I'm excited about this new development in Wheeler Park is they're going to create homes of all different types of socioeconomic values. You're going to have duplexes, triplexes, even some homes that are 700 square feet, tiny homes. Tiny houses have become very popular. I think that that's on the right track towards getting everyone united again. Um, I'm real interested in workforce housing, making sure that our teachers, firefighters, police officers are able to live in the communities in which they work, in the more affluent parts of our suburbs, like Edmond and whatnot. And so do you see any of that um, becoming into play down here on the south side? I know that uh, we're not the most affluent, but we're hard workers, and uh, we all want the same thing, which is safety and opportunity. What what more types of uh, examples of growth do you, could you see taking place here? Well, I, I think that's a beautiful example of uh, making sure that the the housing needs are met for those who need them. You know, our our family business for over fifty years we've been building affordable housing. Mm-hmm. We built a lot of starter homes, um, and lately we've started to see a wave of. Um, the older home buyer that is wanting to downsize a little bit, you know, those are the people that are buying our homes. And uh, I don't know. That's just that's where we're comfortable at. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is our that's the market that we've always provided for. So I am very excited to, to see that take place. And I think it needs to continue. All right. We have Todd Stone on the show today. KTLV, 1220 a.m. I'm Mickey Dollins people want to get involved with your campaign what are you doing are you going out knocking doors and how's that experience been have you ever ran for office i've never run for office before i'm not a politician um and i i really i thought that knocking doors would be the toughest part of this thing but i've got to tell you you know i'm knocking doors every day and before i knock the first door of the day I can think of a thousand other things I'd rather be doing than knocking doors. But usually by the time I get to that second or third door, I've already met someone that has the same passions that I do for this city. And, you know, once you talk to, to one person there for about five or ten minutes and and they get excited, it gets me excited, and and we both have those same passions. After that, I'm good the rest of the day. I can I knock doors as fast as I can. Uh, I don't knock doors after dark because I think it makes people feel uncomfortable, but uh, sure. I knock doors right up until it's dark, and and usually by the end of the day, I am more energized um, and excited. 
you know, and it reminds me of the true reason that I'm running for this uh, this position, and that is, hey, I've got a, a passion for South Oklahoma City, and a lot of people live here do as well, and, and I just want to be there to be their voice and represent them. You're a home builder and developer. You mentioned this is your first time to run for office. Has it been more stressful, less stressful than you imagined? It's, um, it's, is it more stressful or less stressful? That's a great question because it's a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, like I said, I, I, when I get to go out and meet people and, and that to me is the thing I love the most, I just get to meet and visit with, with people and, uh, they don't even know I'm coming up to their door, but, uh, you know, we sit there and share thoughts and ideas about our city and, and, uh, that part of it is a real high, um, you know, the, the political part of it, eh, I really don't care for it, but just the opportunity of meeting different people and, and getting to talk to folks is... Very grassroots. Yes. Do you have anyone running your campaign or are you kind of doing it yourself? It's pretty much family. Yeah. Um, you know, my wife, 33 years, Marianne, uh, you know, she's my rock. Uh, other than that, it's my kids, you know, helping me get mailers and get stuff out and and helping me order signs and things like that. Uh, I'm knocking doors. I'm sure, you know, we'll try and do a, a big push, and they'll help me be out there knocking doors before the election's over. Um, that's, I mean, that's our base. Have you ordered yard signs and mailers and that kind of thing yet? Oh, yeah. we uh, Our first mailer should hit this weekend. We're really excited about it. Uh, we're trying to do something a little different uh, than you would probably see with a normal political mailer. And that is we're really trying to say, hey, here's here's Todd Stone and here's who he is. Uh, really more of an introductory piece just to say, you know, this is the guy. Um, you can like him or not like him, but this is, you know, genuinely who he is. And, and I always try to live my life with integrity. And uh, so when I speak, I'm not a great public speaker. I'm more of a doer than a talker. But um, I've found that as long as I just speak from the heart, well, it comes pretty easy. Well, you're doing a great show today. And I was going to ask if uh, what is your advice to those people who are in your similar? You said you ran because you want to make a difference and you want to have a quality candidate in that position to take over after someone great like Pete White. If someone's contemplating the decision on whether or not to run for office, what would you what would you tell them? Uh, just get involved. I mean, you could learn so much, um, you know, if you see someone running in a race that, that you think, man, I'd kind of like to see that person win, uh, reach out to them, you know, contact them, say, hey, I want to help, I want to help on your race, what can I possibly do? Because um, believe me, there's a million different details on it that, oh, I don't know, I probably stay up a little too late right. pulling my hair out, but uh, reach out to them and, and get involved and just you know, helping them, you'll see, okay, here's what it takes if, if you know, I want to run one day. So I would say get involved. That's, that's the best piece of advice I could give. That is great advice. And the primary election is coming up on February 14th. Todd, how can people get involved with your campaign? I have a website, which is stone, the number four, OKC, dot com mm -hmm. um, i'm also on facebook just google or do a search on facebook for uh todd stone candidate it should pop right up all right well hey we wish you the best of luck 
thank you for being on the show. And I appreciate everyone for listening. You can catch the Mickey Dolan Show every Wednesday night at 5 p.m. on KTLV 1220 AM and live streaming at KTLV.com. Be sure to like my Facebook page at Representative Mickey Dolan's for the latest updates and community news. Thanks again, and have a great week.